So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. All right, welcome to the Dad Bod Wad Podcast, the number one podcast for busy dads who want to go from dad bod to fit dad and lose their first 20 plus pounds without fasting, without cutting carbs, and without sacrificing family time. And on this show and inside of my program, we are teaching you literally the step-by-step process that dozens of busy dads have used to do just that. And I'm super excited about today's show because I'm joined by my special guest. I'm joined by Coach Chris Grothy, who's a mem- who's a coach inside of the Forging Lead Fathers program. And this is actually his first time on the podcast, despite how long he's been coaching with us. But yeah, I, I just had to bring him on because he's such an awesome dude. And I really wanted to introduce him to the rest of you and also like just like get his expertise out there because like we need to hear what he has to share. So Coach Chris, what's going on, man? How's everything going? Not much, man. Thank you so much for having me here. And uh, it's so nice to be here and, and actually get to address our community and, and these fathers that we're getting to work with. All I, I love it. I'm stoked. Um, yeah, my name is Chris Grothy. I'm a holistic lifestyle coach. I live in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, before, I've gone totally into the just one-on-one individual lifestyle coaching. Um, I owned and operated a CrossFit gym for 10 years. I've been awesome. in this business um, for on the ins and outs, you know, all age groups, all dem- demographics. Um, yeah, and it really is what's going on outside of the gym that, that really started to pique my interest and, you know, got me on the path of wanting to engage and, and work with individuals one-on-one and really look at the, everything that's going on in life. Um, it's not just about what we're doing in the gym about hitting macros, which those are huge, but it's the whole picture. I mean, it's our mindset. It is, you know, the way we sleep, the way we prioritize ourselves. Um, and, and really getting to, to dive into that and, and really form connections with, with individuals and make lasting, like permanent total change. It's the same thing that we do here in Forging Elite Fathers. Um, it, it's just been a perfect match to be able to come on board and be able to engage the community, get to know y'all. This is, I love it. Um, I love <laughs> everyone involved in everything. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, sorry. Dude, that's awesome, man. Thank you so much for sharing all that. And yeah, like, obviously, you know, we love having you. The community loves having you. And like, you know, you bring like a ton of expertise and you've been in this space for such a long time, as you mentioned, like a CrossFit gym owner, which is why we wanted to have you on right now to talk about like three common problems that busy dads face when they're starting their health and fitness journey, right? Like three common problems that busy dads face when they're starting their health and fitness journey, because we've seen it all, right? We have, mm-hmm. you know, over a hundred guys actively in the program right now. And, you know, we, we've seen all the pitfalls, all like the fast starts and like the plateaus and the people who start to like teeter totter. And then like, you know, you have like some good weeks and then you have a couple of bad weeks. Right. And like, so what are those three common problems that people face when they're on their fitness journey? Like, and then more importantly, like how do they overcome them or how do we overcome them so that we can stay on path to actually hitting our 
goals. And one of the first things and the most common things that we see often inside of our program when busy dads are trying to lose their first 20 plus pounds and get into amazing shape so they could, you know, not only create a legacy of health and fitness for themselves, but for generations to come is number one is your wife isn't on the same page. Now, that doesn't mean that she doesn't want what's best for you or that she doesn't love you or that you guys aren't don't have like an awesome relationship or don't mesh in a great way. But it's not just your wife. I mean, your wife and like your closest friends and family, they're just not on the same health and fitness journey that you're on, right? And you know what I'm talking about, guys. Like, you know, when, when you're starting like, a, hey, I want to lose weight, but then everybody around you is eating nachos and hot dogs and drinking beer. It's like, ah, what the hell? I'll just have some nachos and beers and hot dogs, right? And so, Chris, I'm, you know, I'm sure like you've come across this a ton. Um, what, what else have you seen specifically? Like, like how else have you seen this problem sort of like manifest itself? Like, you know, hot dogs, nachos and beers, but like how else? Well, I mean, this is the way I, I see this um, is, is kind of like the, the hero's journey, um, really. Like we all get brought into this health and fitness, um, you know, lifestyle quest or whatever you want to call it for multiple different reasons, but it's all around us realizing that we need to take our own health into our own control. And so that's kind of leading us into our own hero's journey. That doesn't mean that we have to bring our, our whole community along with us, but understanding that we're setting out on this process for ourselves. And by the example that we lead, other people are going to, other people are going to pick up on it. You know, the silent teacher is the best teacher. We lead by example, right? We want to be the best versions of ourselves so we can be the best fathers, husbands, community members, business people that we can be. And we don't have to go around, you know, preaching and, and make, you know, trying to get everyone to jump on board with us. <laughs> if we know why we're doing what we're doing, just by us being true to ourselves and, and acting in line with our own values, other people are going to notice. And then when other people start noticing and they're like, man, Kevin is really like, you know, he's with it in the morning. He is looking good. You know, he is delivering on all his, yeah, every, all <laughs> the, the to-do list, they're getting checked and they're like, what's going on? What's changed? Well, right. he's starting to take care of himself, his health. You know, he's prioritizing what he eats. He's getting sleep. He's working out. He's always got that water bottle in his hand. Like, what's he doing? And they start asking questions. And then it's a more natural kind of process of, you know, than like trying to force feed your wife and like, I'm doing this. So we're all doing this together, you know, right, and right. trying to drag some along, someone along. Um, yeah. No, that, that's a good point. And like, for me, what the way I see it is like, you know, I say this often and, you know, I'm sure you've heard this quote in various ways, but like you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Right. And right. so, <clears throat> you know, if, if you're like wanting to get in shape, but everybody around you isn't, in that mindset, again, no judgment, right? Everybody's on their own journey. But like, you know, if your wife doesn't really like, or maybe, you know, I, I talk to a lot of guys whose wives are just naturally just like thin, you know, like my wife too. She's like, you know, like always been thin and she could literally eat candy all day long and cookies and, and she offers them to me all the time. And I'm like, no, but okay. You know? Yeah. And like, but if I just look at an apple in a seductive way, I gain weight. Right. 
and like you know and she could eat cookies and not gain weight right and she grazes all day long so like i live in that situation and you know so like i'm not even talking about like just that you know your family's unhealthy and fat and all that stuff no you could have like a skinny wife who just happens to eat a lot and she doesn't gain weight and you do right and so what do you do in that situation or you have uh, food pushers in your family, right? Like my mother-in-law, she's a food pusher. Like if she sees you only having one serving, you're, you must be sick. Like something's wrong with you. Like what, what's the matter? You don't eat, you know? And yeah. so you got to eat more. And, you know, so like there are food pushers around us. We're like friends. We're like, come on, have another beer, have another beer. Right. Or what are you not drinking? Come on, are you pussy? Like, you know, come on just, and it's like, all right, I guess every time I see these people, I have to have like three or four or five beers, you know? And so, you know, the thing that I want to remind you guys of is like, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so if the people closest around you, like aren't on that same journey that you're on, well, then you need to find people who are right. And so that doesn't necessarily mean cutting out everybody from your life, cutting everybody out of your life. Right. But it does mean surrounding yourself in other communities where that might be a thing. So if you're on a spiritual journey, for example, imagine trying to be like, oh, I want to, you know, develop a close relationship with God and all that stuff, but all of my friends are atheists and heathens, it's not going to happen. You're going to have to find a community where you can actually foster that relationship. You want to get fit. All of your friends and family aren't. You're going to have to find communities where that is happening so you can be at least with them, right? And so you start to get, again, that doesn't mean cutting everybody out of your life, but it does mean finding other people who are on that journey so that you can sort of like be in that relationship and sort of be in that mindset and see what's actually possible. Because when you see other people like, Hey, I'm down 10 pounds, like in our, in our, in our coaching community, like when people are posting the trainerized group, like, Hey, I'm down 30 pounds or I'm down 10 pounds. It shows what other people, like what's actually possible, right? It's like, Whoa, Ooh. that guy lost 20 pounds. That's freaking cool. I can do that. Right. If he can do it, I can do it. Um, so that's one of the co- most common things that I see is like, you know, the people that you surround yourself with aren't on the same journey as you are. And so like, how do you overcome it by sort of like putting yourself in situations where there are other or putting yourself, surrounding yourself by in communities where that is a thing. I'm sure you saw it in the CrossFit gyms, right? Like, oh, like um, people who yeah. came even from like unfit families, but they would come to the gym for that community, right? Yes. A hundred percent. Community is 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 huge even if you know your your close family and and you know your group around you is not necessarily you know on track with what you're pursuing like finding that community is huge obviously at the the crossfit gym that's one of the main draws is the community aspect of it and fostering that um and it's a beautiful thing but it can be online as well like uh you know before coming yeah to to dad by like finding other coaches online that I could talk with and, and share my own thoughts with where it was huge. And, 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 you know, I and Jackson kind of felt isolated and alone, but just being a part of a larger community online where I could have, you know, weekly touch points with people that are on the same path and same journey was incredibly, incredibly yeah. beneficial to me and my growth. And, and yeah, that, that just plays right along with, um, you know, exactly why I love what we do here is we get to yeah. build that community and support each other. And we can't do anything. We can do things alone, but it's always so much better whenever we can do them in community and support other people and be supported by others. Um, so, yeah. yeah, finding that right. Going alone, like you. Yeah, yeah sorry. I, I, I think I had a glitch there. Oh, no, but like for. going alone, it's like, 
you can figure this out by yourself. You could like DIY this stuff, you know, like if you have like a leaky faucet, you could probably DIY that stuff, right? But like, you know, like, or you could also inundate yourself with, you know, like people who've already done it and who could just like show you exactly what to do, right? Um, So I'm a big fan of the internet in that regard and creating community and and all that stuff. Um, One of the other things that, that we see often is like when guys are on their health and fitness journey is that they just don't have enough time. They're either not prioritizing their workouts or they're not prioritizing their, you know, meal prepping that they have to do. Uh, And and again, I'm not saying anybody has to, you know, meal prep for hours on a Sunday. That's not what we preach. Or they're not scheduling their workouts, right? So like, there's just like not enough time. Um, And as such, like, you know, guys feel like they're burning the candle on both ends. And by the time you finally get your kids to sleep and everyone's down, it's like, all right, am I going to work out now? And it's like, no, I'm like, I'm I'm smoked. I'm done for the day. Right. And, or like, I don't have enough time to meal prep. So I'm just going to grab something on the way out and all that stuff. Um, Like before we talk about like what to do, like what else have you seen in terms of like guys struggling with their time? Really? I mean, it's, it's twofold in my from my perspective, one is the priority you're putting on this time for yourself, be it a workout, food prep, logging your food, whatever it might be, going to sleep on time, waking up early. One, not having that as a big enough priority um, mm-hmm. or not realizing that other things are subconsciously, you're putting those above, you know, your, your own health and fitness. Um, That's true. So prioritizing it. And then also looking at your, I'm big on scheduling, but not just adding more to your schedule, trying to look through your schedule and not like, you know, just your work schedule, but like, you know, your, your free time, like what, how do you spend, you know, do you read, do you watch TV? Do you flip on your phone? Do you, you know, take walks? Do you go play with your kids? Like what, what do you do with your free time and really look at that, as I'm calling scheduling and try to take off some of the things that aren't necessarily serving you in your, your health journey. Um, you know, maybe cut out the time that, that you're watching Netflix at night or, you know, staying up playing video games until midnight, go to sleep a little bit early, get up a little bit early, have more energy throughout the day, take some stuff off of your schedule. So you have space to actually prioritize or not prioritize, but then also put in, you know, what you need to do for yourself on a regular basis for your own health and well-being. Um, so not just adding to your schedule, but looking at it and trying to actually take some things out of your schedule that are unnecessary as well. Um, yeah. And I, I think, you know, like, again, not, I don't disagree with any of that, but I think like, you know, guys who are hearing this who struggle with their time are thinking like, that's easier said than done. Right. It's yeah. like, it, like I'm so freaking busy, man, with work and my kids. And I have this and I have that. I, I'm a shift worker. I have, you know, 12 hour, you know, I work overnight. So my wife goes to work during the day and I'm home with the baby. Right. By the time yeah. she gets home, I maybe take a two hour nap and then I'm back at work. Right. I just don't have the time. And, <clears throat> and, you know, so I, I want to acknowledge that like, that's true. Like there probably are people, yes, who play too many video games. Yes. Who watch yeah. their phone too much, who watch TV a little bit too much. Right. But there are some people who just are literally pressed for time. And so one of the things that I, that we preach inside of our program is like, you know, like being opportunistic, right? Well, like when can you find even just 10 or 15 minutes, which is why like all of our workouts 
are short 10, 15 minute workouts, right? Like, because mm-hmm. when my wife was nursing our baby, that's how I came up with the hundreds workout with like the push-ups alternating between push-ups and air yeah. squats, yeah. V-ups. Well, at the time I wasn't doing V-ups. I was just doing push-ups and air squats, push-ups and air squats for 10 rounds. And then I'd go back into the bedroom. My wife was like, were you working out? Like, no, babe, not at all. But I had like a sweat, you know, like a big sweat stain yeah. on my chest. But like, I just needed to do something because mm-hmm. like, if I didn't do something, I was going to feel worse. Right. And so just being able to do just like, you know, 10 rounds of push-ups and squats helped a lot. And it took me like 10 minutes to do that. And like, yeah, the other 23 hours and 50 minutes throughout the day, I couldn't work out because I had an infant at home, a wife who needed me, a job mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But for those 10 minutes while my wife nursed, I could. Right. Yeah. And that, that was enough. Or um, when we had our second baby, and the first one I would take in for walks in the stroller, when she would nap, I would do like a hundred burpees next to the stroller while she napped. Right. Again, yeah. it's not a full workout. It's not doing chest and back and doing 15 sets of legs and like a good pump, like the pump that I would have wanted. Right. But it was yeah. something, it was something when I absolutely had zero time to do anything. And then in terms of meal prepping, it's like, guys, get over this whole, like meal prepping has to be a Sunday, you know, cookathon. like yeah. literally just have staples in your house of like, always have bread, always have cold cuts, always have oatmeal, always have eggs, always have blueberries, always have like pre-cooked chicken from like Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, frozen chicken, frozen veggies, things like that. Things that you could just put in a glass Tupperware, put it in the microwave and be like, boom, I just put in a, a, a frozen chicken cutlet that's cooked with some frozen broccoli in a glass Tupperware for four minutes. Now I have a meal, add some salt or whatever you want to put on it. You're done. You don't have to sit there freaking meal prepping all day, yeah. every day. Um, does that, does that resonate? A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love that. Um, <laughs> opportunistic. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. what am I going to, you know, because it, unlike going to a CrossFit gym where it's like, I got to be at this class. I got to schedule it ahead of time. I got to go mm-hmm. to Wattify, book my class. Yeah. Then I have to get there on time. And then that's an hour long class plus the 10 or 15 minutes it takes to commute there and the 10 or 15 minutes to mingle afterwards. Now we're looking yeah. at a two hour workout. Yeah. Really? And it's like, who, nobody has that kind of time anymore when you're a busy dad, you know? Um, (laughs) And the third most common thing that I think we see inside of our program where guys are like, you know, they're progressing, but they don't, you know, like, they're like, oh, you know, they fall off. It's like people, you know, like, you know, when you're on a health and fitness journey, it's like, you just, you know, a little impatient and you're not seeing results fast enough. And I always say like, look, our program, we're not a get quick results program. Although you will get results quickly. What we're mm. looking for is total and permanent transformation, right? So, you know, you, I'm sure you've heard this in various ways, but it's like, it didn't take you, you know, you didn't gain all that weight overnight. So mm. you're not going to like lose it overnight, right? Or Patrice O'Neill, that comedian, he's like, man, it's so unfair. It's like, you you know, like working out, I, I, I exercised once I looked in the mirror and it's like, nothing happened. Like nothing. He's like, not even a dent. I looked exactly yeah. the same. And it's like, I got to do this again tomorrow. You know, it's this whole bit that he does. It's so yeah. funny. Um, but it's, it's true. Like you could go work out, look in the mirror and nothing changes. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's the compounding effects when you do that every day and you watch your nutrition where, you know, like, like, let's say, you know, what I would say here is like, let's say you wanted to lose 20 pounds, right? Yeah. And if I were to like, okay, well, would you be stoked if you were 20 pounds lighter by Christmas? I'm sure if yeah. I were asking you right now, you'd be like, hell yeah, I'd be stoked. Yeah, totally. Right. But yeah. if I reframed it and it said, 
hey, would you be stoked if you lost one pound this week? Like, no, I wouldn't be that stoked. What if you lost one pound next week again? What if you lost one pound? What if you only lost like a pound a week? Would that be exciting for you? It's like, no. But what about in 20 weeks, that's Christmas. Yeah. If you were down 20 pounds, you just said you if you were down 20 pounds, you'd be stoked. But now the idea of like only losing a pound a week is not very exciting, right? Yeah. And so guys want to lose the weight now, but don't, and that's why we do the fad diets. We fast, we cut carbs, we do that stuff. We lose 10 pounds overnight and then we yeah. gain it back the second we eat normally. Um, what else do you see in like that, in that, with that kind of like issue? Well, I mean, one, I, I love the fact how we, we track more than just the scale. Um, mm-hmm. you know, while we are big on, on mindset, while we do take the progress photos, you yeah. know, while we are checking in with other aspects than just what's going on, you know, on the scale each morning. Um, and really for me, being able to focus in on the, the non-tangibles, like the confidence that you're building in yourself by showing consistency every week in, week out, going, you know, getting up, doing your, your workouts, tracking your, your nutrition, you know, getting your water in. Those kind of, of, of non-tangibles, um, being aware and monitoring those has been really beneficial and helpful with the clients that I have worked with outside of of dad bod leading up to this. And, you know, that's something I really like to, to talk through with everyone in, yeah. in the program as well. It's like, what are we seeing? Not only, you know, whenever we look in the mirror on the scale, but like, what are the other attributes within ourselves that we see growing um, that we can be proud of? How's that affecting our day-to-day lives and interactions with friends, family, coworkers, whatever it might be. Um, yeah, whenever we get really just stuck on like a number, um, it can it it can kind of lose its its motivation, its draw of appeal when it's just slowly taking. It's like watching the second hand whenever you're you know in detention or something. Like it's it, we got to think about other things that we can be uh, constructively putting ourselves um, you know into and and monitoring while we're throughout that process. Um, Totally agree. And that's why I think like those progress photos are huge, right? You like take those first week photos because it, you know, you might not feel the progress on a day-to-day basis. Cause every day yeah. you look in the mirror, you see the same naked body. It's like, I don't really see change, but like your pants fit differently. You're using a different notch on your belt, right? Or you're getting compliments from like your wife or, or coworkers. Like, Hey, you look, you look like you've been working out, man. But like you see yourself in the mirror every single day. So you're not going to notice those changes. Like, yes, the scale is going to change, but when you look at your progress photos, like after eight weeks or 12 weeks or 16 weeks, you're like, wow, look at my face, look at my belly. Like there yeah. is a huge difference. This is really cool. This is really interesting. But again, the other thing I would remind you guys of is like, you know, it's like, it's not going to happen overnight, overnight, kind of like fad diets don't work. I mean, they're, they do work. They do work. You could lose 10 pounds in a week if you want, or 20 pounds in a week, right? They're just not sustainable. They're not healthy. And let's not even talk about health because most guys don't give a shit about their health. It's, it's just not sustainable. Like you're going to gain that weight back the second you eat normally again. So healthy, sustainable weight loss. I hate to burst your bubble is one pound a week. That's healthy, sustainable weight loss. Anything more than that, you're probably burning off muscle. 
in addition yeah. to fat, right? Yeah. Um, which is how you get like that skinny fat thing going on. And so just to reframe your mind, like, so now what I want you to do, if you're listening to this is like, how much weight would you ideally want to lose? Is it 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 10 pounds? Well, then if we're looking at one pound a week, that's about how many weeks to hit your goal. If yeah. you want to lose 20 pounds, you should be thinking about this in 20 weeks. So that's about, you know, four to five months, right? And 100%. yeah, you might lose more weight in the first, in like the first week or two, you're going to lose the most weight just because of excess water weight, bloat and all that stuff. But then there, thereafter, by like week three and four, you're going to taper off to like one, one and a half, maybe two pounds, half a pound a week. And if you're hitting that, you're on track to actually hitting your goals, all right? So again, the three common problems that we face as busy dads when trying to prioritize our health and fitness or trying to get a fitness journey, trying to lose those first 20 pounds is your wife or your family, your closest friends, they're not on the same mission. So you have to surround yourself with like-minded people because remember, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. If the people closest to you aren't on that same journey or don't want to be on that same journey, you're going to be swimming upstream. It's going to be really challenging to do that by yourself. You need to surround yourself with a community of like-minded people, like the Forgingly Fathers community, or you don't have enough time. You know, you're busy from sunrise to sunset. Well, you have to be opportunistic. Do those short workouts that I post on Instagram every day or the 100s that we teach inside of our community, how to do a 10 or 15 minute workout. If you just did that workout three times a week, you'd be fitter than most people your age, right? Promise. And then finally, you're not like, you know, this idea of like, not seeing progress fast enough. So then you get discouraged. Well, remember one pound a week is healthy, sustainable weight loss. Anything more than that, you're probably burning off muscle and you don't want to burn off muscle because then you slow down your metabolism and you get the skinny fat thing going and then it's no good. All right. So one pound a week, Chris, any final thoughts, anything I forgot there before we, we hop off and say goodbye? Cause I know you have a coaching call right in like a minute and a half right now. Yeah, no, I think that that hits all the bases, man. Uh, yeah, very, very concise and uh, <laughs> very easily or uh, applicable. So right on. Hell yeah, Hello. dude. Well, dude, thank you so much for taking the time to chat. Yeah. This We, we got to, you know, get Ryan on the call. We got all, you, me and Ryan. Yeah. Like we all got to do like a big round, round table sort of like podcast episode. That would be get fun. you on And get you on more often. Okay. Um, Chris, where can people find you? uh on instagram besides inside oh. of the coaching community yeah. of course but where <laughs> like, else like right right here just at coach <laughs> Chris. uh um of life holistic um on instagram at of life holistic or of life holistic.com uh, awesome dude on the internet but yeah come check oh, yeah. me out ask me any questions hit me up in the community hit me up on facebook i'd love to chat um for sure hell yeah man well chris thank you so much go get those lives changing that next coaching call of yours right on and anybody who's interested in one-to-one coaching just go to fortunatelyfathers.com click on that apply button and i'll personally be in touch to work out if and how our program could help you hit your goals so until i talk to you again let's keep creating a legacy of health and fitness not only for ourselves but for generations to come let's go 